Hey, sweet sister friend. I am so blessed to have you here in this space. So excited for what God is doing here in Lace with Grace Fully Embraced podcast. On this podcast, I want you to first know that I am no expert. I don't have any kind of crazy accolade or title. I am just a fellow sister in Christ that's super passionate about making sure that we grow together in our faith and in our fitness and in our discipline, motivation, all of it through Christ. And I just want you to know right off the bat, I want this to feel like we are the best of friends. We just haven't ever met in person and I want us to continue to grow together in this walk. Let's go ahead and get started, keeping Christ at the center of it all. Let's get it. Hey sis, hope you are having a blessed day so far. I am actually recording today's podcast um, in my car in my driveway because we have a very, very small home and all four of us are home today and, uh, and actually going to be home all week because my oldest, not that you need to know this, but my oldest just had a tonsillectomy last Friday and he had to be out for a whole week of school and we're not, so we're all kind of like off our normal routine right now. And even my youngest is like, mom, what's going on? Why is Dax home? So it's just, it's just kind of cute. It's funny and, and things are chaotic. So I'm in my car because that's the only place I could be that was actually quiet. And my husband's currently cooking up a storm in the kitchen and it just was a chaotic mess inside. So I needed to come out and be quiet and spend some time with you. And I'm just, so I've been getting a couple of messages from some gals on social that are just like, I just love your podcast. I feel like I'm sitting down just having a chat with a girlfriend and a best friend that I've always known that I haven't met yet. And that's exactly how I want this to feel. So that just brings me so much joy. We're going to dive right in to today's topic, and as usual, as always, I always pray that not only for you, but for me, that the Lord would open up our eyes, open up our ears, allow us to hear and see what He has for us today in this content and in this podcast. And a lot of things that I talk to you about, most of the things I personally have either went through myself or have struggled with previously or are currently still struggling with. So this is never a, I just want to preach at you kind of thing. I've got this all together and I never struggle with any of these topics or any of these subjects. This is a, I'm right alongside you on this journey, going to try to get my way through it just like you with Christ. So here we are. Six dangers of working out only to be skinny only to be thin. There are some major dangers that, um, major dangers. I didn't even, (laughs) that's kind of funny. Um, major dangers that can occur when that is our only focus for working out. And I, I work with, I have worked with lots and lots of mamas one-on-one, lots of women, um, anywhere from, you know, in college to 60 years old, like anywhere in between that. A lot of them have been younger moms, but, um, the primary, when I ask, you know, what people's goals are, what they're wanting to accomplish and do that, one of the first things they say typically are lose weight and, um, to be thin or to be able to fit into a certain size. And there's nothing wrong with that. However, if that's the sole purpose and sole reason for why we are working out, this can be a slippery slope. So six dangers of working out only solely to be skinny. Number one, the first danger in this is that there's a really big, complete loss of joy in your journey. Think about this. If your main focus all the time, and now it's raining, so you're going to hear leaves and rain falling on the car. If your only focus, every single time you go to work out, is to be skinny, how is that going to bring you joy when you're not quote unquote getting skinny? When you're not seeing the results the next day, when you're not seeing the results five, 10 minutes into your workout, 
when you're doing it solely because you just want to be thin or a external change and that's the only reason you're you're doing it like how is that bringing you joy a lot of times too i see that when people are doing certain things like that uh, working out or certain nutrition plans and stuff like that they're doing something that they don't enjoy at all and that goes into the next one which is number 2 which is the decline of discipline. When we don't have joy in the journey, when we're not actually enjoying what we're doing, when we're not actually enjoying the ups and the downs and, and you know the whole journey and the whole process, how in the world do we expect ourselves to be consistent and to be disciplined, sis? Like, how do you expect yourself to actually want to show up? And I know sometimes, yeah, we can start off doing a certain exercise that's more challenging for us or a certain nutrition plan that's more challenging. That's a little bit different than doing something we absolutely despise simply so we can lose weight. I'm not getting on a treadmill every day with a trash bag over me and running 10 miles and expecting myself to actually enjoy that because that's not something I would enjoy. You know, with the whole trash bag thing, you know, you're wanting to sweat out the the water and that makes you lose weight, quote unquote, and I'm not doing that. I'm not right now doing Pilates or yoga every day because I know that's not something I personally would enjoy. I'm not going to a gym and doing an aerobics class because that's not something I would enjoy. I'm doing what Kelsey enjoys and that I know that I will stay consistent with right now in this phase of my life. And that brings me joy, right? And that's helping me stay more disciplined. The more, and and the discipline muscle is, it's going to, as I've talked about many times on this podcast, and I I will continuously, it's like a muscle. Just like our faith, it's like a muscle. It has to be worked. It has to be worked on. We have to keep practicing. You're not going to be disciplined and have complete joy in your first week of working out if you haven't worked out in five years. I'm not saying that. But it's something that you can't, you can't despise either. You can't do something that you absolutely hate and, and expect to be disciplined in it. The more you stay consistent, I find, and I have found with so many women that I've worked either one-on-one with or in a group setting, the more that you stay consistent and the more that you keep those promises to yourself of showing up for your workouts, showing up for your nutrition, making sure you're getting that water in, making sure you're getting the proper amount of rest, which I know is really hard as a mom, but doing those things, the more you continue to do that, the less and less and less you don't want to show up for it. Because you start to feel the benefits. You start to see the benefits. You start to experience the benefits that the Lord has given us through through that discipline, right? So number three. Number three, the, the, the danger of number three is, is basing your focus slash your goal on unstable ground. So what I mean by this is, and this is kind of kind of goes along with, and I and I made some notes here about the parable of the two builders in Matthew. And the scripture is Matthew 7, 24 through 27. The winds howl, the, the rain comes, even a flood comes, but the house stands firm. Those who hear his words but fail to live by them are foolish builders. They may build the grandest of houses, but they sit on a shaky foundation. So for instance, I could be in the best shape of my life and I have been in extremely good shape. I was a half marathon runner in college, right? But my foundation 
of why I was a runner, my foundation of why I was working out every day, and I'm talking a couple hours a day at the gym, no matter if I've not ate anything or not, and making sure that I'm burning off every single stinking calorie that I possibly can, my foundation was all based on my past trauma, my ability to control how many calories I could burn off, my ability to control how skinny I could get, that is not a firm foundation because what happens when you get injured? What happens when you literally can't move anymore? When you can't lose the weight because you're not able to move your body. You're not able to get the results because you're in physically incapable or emotionally incapable or you have an off day and are able to work out. So then you, you've based it on how many calories I can burn or how small I can get, but then you can't work out all of a sudden how is that a firm foundation? But when our foundation is built on Christ for why we are working out and and we are honoring our temple, some days that may mean I need to honor my temple because I physically am incapable right now. And we're not going to get off our rocker and feel like, oh my gosh, everything's unstable. Like I have no control. Like this fitness journey is just going down the toilet because I'm taking one day because physically I'm just not okay to work out right now. Or emotionally, I'm not okay to work out right now. I need, I need to take a mental break. I need to take a rest. I need to rest in the Lord. Our foundation is on honoring our temple. So therefore, we're not going to get unsteady. We're not going to have an unsteady foundation because he is firm. He is steadfast. He is never changing. And if our focus and our goal is set on him and honoring him through honoring our bodies and honoring our temples, we're not going to have that shaky, unfirm ground, right? So when, when rains come, when winds howl, we, we not only are going to have an outwardly like gorgeous grand quote unquote house or temple, but we're also going to have a firm foundation because it's been built on Christ and not on all of those external things, those external factors, those worldly things. It's, it's based on him. Does that make sense? You can have the grandest of bodies. But if it's, if your fitness journey is not focused and, and your foundation is not firmly focused on honoring your temple and honoring him through worship and, and movement in, with Christ, sister, that's an unsteady, shaky foundation. And wind comes, rain comes, and it's going to blow over. Like you don't have a steadfast foundation that's going to hold you up, right? So number four, this kind of goes along with three. But number four is your focus is more on worldly things and your eyes aren't fixed on Christ. So when, when, our, when our main focus, the, the danger for here, our main, the danger for working out only to be skinny, right? This number four is the, the danger is our focus becomes only on worldly things. Because you're just thinking about your outward appearance, how small you are, what size jeans you can fit into. Even even, even some of the good things like the energy and the health benefits and getting off medications, if we're solely if we're solely focused on just those worldly things, again, our mind is coming off from Christ. 
Our eyes are not seeking and being and wanting and pursuing him. It's, it's pursue. It's, it's first pursuing those worldly things, which a lot of those worldly things that I just mentioned are not bad things. I don't want to shame you. I don't want to guilt you. I don't want to convict you and condemn and make you feel as though those are bad things. Cause sis, that's freaking amazing. If, if you, if you can get into a size gene that you didn't, you couldn't have before kids, holy freaking cow, glorify God. He helped you do that. That is amazing. He is the benefactor and he helped with those benefits. But we can't put that first and before having our eyes fixed on him and honoring him through honoring our temples, right? And I want to bring up Colossians 3, 2. Set our minds of things above, not on earthly things. We want to set our minds on things above, which are him, heaven, eternity, those kind of things, and not here on earthly things, right? Because these are all temporary things. Our bodies are temporary. That doesn't mean we can't still work on them. That doesn't mean it doesn't matter that we're healthy because he wants to utilize it as our, at our very, very best, right? The very best version of ourselves that we can possibly be, we want to make sure he can utilize us in that state and as much as he needs to while we're here. And that means taking care of our temples, honoring our temples, worshiping, through honoring, worshiping him through honoring our temples. All right? But Lord... Colossians 3, 2, set our minds on things above, not here on earthly things. Make sure that we're seeking you, pursuing you in this fitness journey and not going down that, that major danger of slippery slopes of only wanting to be skinny. We don't want that. So then number five, we, the danger, number five's danger is we risk unintentionally creating idols in fitness or appearance slash results. I don't know if you knew this, but an idol is not just a gold calf. (laughs) We can make anything here on this earth an idol the moment we put it before Christ. You can make a chocolate cupcake an idol. Did you know that? You can make a chocolate cupcake an idol. I have made so many idols in my life unintentionally. My heart's intent was not for that to happen, but unintentionally, I made my identity in nursing. I made my identity in my online health and fitness business that I had, and that became an idol. Work became an idol. Your kids can become an idol because they can't come before Christ. I don't know if you know that, and that may, that may step on some of your toes, but your children can't come before Christ. You want to know the order of what, how things should go? It's Christ, your spouse, your kids. And then other things, right? Christ, your spouse, your kids, and then other things. That's the order in which Christ wants. And there is scripture to back that up. I just don't have it written down right now. And I wish I would have, gosh darn it. Um, Because I know that there is. It's been talked about in many sermons at our church, actually. So that's number five. We can create unintentionally risk of creating um, idols in fitness or appearance slash results. And that goes along again with four of those worldly things. We can put getting into, getting into a certain gene size or fitting into that dress or any kind of food that we're trying to stay away from or that we are intaking, um, any kind of physical results or benefits, um, appearance, just confidence, what we look like, like all of those things, lifting weights, going on runs, if those things are coming before Christ, if your diet and nutrition plan and your fitness regimen is coming before the Lord, it is an idol. 
And I know that's going to step on some of your toes and it has stepped on mine because I have been there. I have been there. But now my focus, and this is one reason why I try every day now to make sure that I'm in scripture and I'm in the word and I'm praying with him and I'm doing some kind of scripture or some kind of one-on-one quiet Jesus time. And sometimes it's not always quiet because my kids are up at 530 with me. You all, all you mamas know how that is. But I try to intentionally make sure that my heart is in the right spot and that I'm spending some one-on-one time with the Lord before I go run, before I lift weights. Now, does it always happen that way? No, but even on those fit, on those fitness regimens and in that workout, I am still praying. I am still spending time with him. So even though it, you know, the act of I'm working out before I quote unquote get in my Bible, I'm still putting him first by praying with him, talking to him, spending time with him, just, just literally having, I literally have conversation with him in my head. And there has been times, especially on those really early morning runs when it's dark outside, I'm just praying to him, Lord, protect me, Lord, protect me, Lord, protect me, be with me, comfort me, embrace me. I'm just talking to him back and forth, telling him about my struggles, telling him about my, my joys, telling him about my, my, my community here on on social and on the podcast and all the things he's done for my life in the last couple of years and praising him, thanking him, just having conversation with him. He is first. I'm on, I'm on my run or I'm in my lift, but I'm still worshiping. I'm still talking to him. I'm still making him the priority, right? And I'm honoring him with my temple in that time. So the last one, the sixth danger of working out solely to only be skinny is we can, we can actually start turning to either fitness or food, to fix things that only Christ is meant to fix. And what do I mean by that? Say you have some past trauma, some emotional baggage, some past abuse, some relationship struggles, some other struggles or areas of your life that you turn to food for either comfort, reassurance, restriction, control, or you turn to fitness to physically beat out that pain, to control, to restrict, whatever you want to call it, your therapy. And again, it's not a bad thing to have fitness be therapy. I really truly believe God wants us to utilize that tool. To It's a healthy tool to help us cope, to help us again, spend time with him, to worship him. We can be doing all of that while we're working out, while we're in fitness, right? while we're in that journey. But if we're if we're if we're looking and turning to those things again before we are turning to Christ, that's a problem because sister, in the long run those those things may that cupcake may temporarily fix whatever struggle you're going through, those french fries, that milkshake, whatever you want to call it. Whatever your weakness is, that pizza, that binge eating, that restriction eating that you're doing, the nasty cycle of binge restrict, binge restrict, restrict binge, all those things. Some of you may not know what I'm talking about, but those of you that struggle with emotional eating will understand. Those things may temporarily satisfy, but they are not going to eternally fix the issue that you are struggling with. They are not going to eternally fix the struggle that you are struggling with, the issue that you are struggling with. Only Jesus can do that, babe. Only Jesus can do that. It's not a bad thing to want to lose weight, but especially as Christians, we can use realizing that we need to lose weight or properly caring for our bodies as just a sign that something else 
is off. Just a sign. It's a practical way to then offer ourselves up to God as a living sacrifice. Maybe we're on some medications that we know that we definitely don't need to be on if our health was better in check. But it's just a sign. It doesn't need to be, we don't need to put that before we put, put it Christ at the center and be like, okay, the reason I'm really doing this is so that you, I can honor my temple and honor my body, but then it's going to lead to some benefits of getting off those medications. It's going to lead to some benefits of not being on blood pressure meds or not being, not being as diabetic or whatever it may be. It may lead to smaller pant sizes, smaller jean sizes, feeling more confident in ourselves, feeling better about ourselves, having a better relationship with our spouse because we're feeling better about ourselves, right? Having more intimacy with our spouse, whatever, whatever those benefits may be, those are not bad things. But the original thing of losing weight and not, not being skinny, because I don't even like that. Like I no longer work out to be skinny. I work out to be strong in my faith. I work out to be strong mentally, emotionally, physically, fit in faith. I want to be fit with Jesus. I want to be fit with Christ. I want to be fit with the Holy Spirit. And I want to be strong in him. And that's my main goal is honoring my temple. That, that's not always been that way though, trust me. It has not always been that way. My eyes have been fixed on worldly things a lot a lot, a lot, a lot, and has brought some major pains and major, major dangers to my life, okay? So you're not the only one struggling with it. I've been there. So back to number three. Can we just backtrack real quick? Basing our focus and our goal goal on unstable ground um, and whether we gain or lose weight, that being the determining factor of our consistency, which is a danger, right? We don't want to base it on that because we could we could gain weight this week, we could lose weight next week, but when are we going to be happy about that? Like, we don't want to base it on external factors. Changes the focus from simply changing your body to transforming our soul and that lasting lifestyle. Change begins in your heart. Losing weight with the power of Christ is about finding freedom. That needs to be the focus of losing weight in our fitness journey, not to be skinny. So we are focused on the changes that occur through our fitness journey, the focus from simply changing our body to transforming our soul, and that lasting lifestyle change begins in our hearts. It all begins in our hearts, sis. It doesn't begin with having six-pack abs. It doesn't begin with making sure you're only getting a certain amount of calories in. It doesn't begin with gain, even gaining weight. If you're someone that is really, really thin and you're trying to gain weight and gain muscle and gain tone, it doesn't begin there. It begins in your heart. The lasting, firm foundation begins with change in your heart and Christ being the firm foundation in which you walk for your health and fitness journey, becoming fit in your faith. Losing weight with the power of Christ is about finding freedom, freedom from those worldly things, freedom from those chains that are holding you back from becoming the very best version of yourself and the absolute most gorgeous, beautiful daughter of Christ that Christ has in store for you that has nothing to do with what you look like 
has nothing to do with what pant size you have, has nothing to do with what number on the scale is shown, right? It starts with the heart, sis. And that's what I've got for you today. I hope today blessed you in some way and I'm praying for you this week, sister. I'll talk to you Friday.